the therapy you need from your favorite bitches. <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back to Bitch Therapy. I'm Cameron. And I'm Alyssa. And on this episode, we have a special guest, my good friend, Morgan. Hi, everyone. Some of our funny college experiences and some do's and don'ts. Um, me and Morgan lived together in college for like three, no, two years. Yeah, but it feels but like we've, a whole time. Yeah, but it feels like a lifetime. And <laughs> yeah, we, we've, we've gone through a lot. So let's get into it. So guys, let's start from the beginning, okay? Let's start off freshman year. What made you decide to go to our little school? So at first, I was very unsure where I wanted to go. But, and I always, like once I got the acceptance from the school and I slowly was like getting my things to go, I got more and more excited, but I was still on defense because I wasn't sure the type of people I was going to meet, what my classes were. Like, it obviously mm-hmm. is new to everyone. but It's for like me, major anxiety. I had so much anxiety. Yeah, because yeah. you, like, don't know what you're walking into. Exactly. And for me, someone who has such high anxiety, and we'll get to stories where you will, like, get more into my anxiety. <laughs> um, it just, I wasn't sure if it was going to be my thing. However, as soon as I went and within the first week of going out and meeting all these people, I actually met Alyssa like the first week yeah. of school. And yeah. they, from the no, day. we met before that. Well, we, okay, yeah. I had this girl who went to my school and she DM'd me on Instagram, was like, hi, like a bunch of this girls that I've found on Instagram. We're all going to like same school. We're on the same major. Like, let's get lunch. So I was like, okay. And that's when I met my little Morgasm. Yes, we call her Morgasm. I got into the car and me and my other friend were like, this girl is so tiny and hilarious, but like, I think she's crazy. Turns out I was right. And that, and that's why we're friends. But in a good way. We both bring in out the crazy way. in each other. <laughs> Always in a good way. But it's the Jersey crazy where you can't get away from it. Yeah. And like it just makes everything the better. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's hard to watch, but you just keep watching. You just love watching it. Yeah. We got to keep the show going. Yeah. You, you got to keep the show on the road. So anyway, I think one moment in time where it was like crazy yet funny and we still laugh for this day was when we went to the bar. I think it was like the first week, like maybe the second week of school. Memorable yet funny yet miserable. Uh-oh. And obviously our school is a bar school, so we all went to the bar. Everything was fine until I'm at the bar getting a drink, and all of a sudden I end up getting into the middle of the crossfire of two locals. They weren't even college students. They were growing like men. Grown-ass men. And they got into some type of altercation and bar fight. All of a sudden, I'm walking through and I get hit in the face by a grown man. Oh my God. So instead of him swinging and hitting his friend, he swung, missed, and hit me. Mm. Who, which I'm 5'1, by the way. So clearly the guy wasn't that tall to begin with. (laughs) Um, Hits me in the face. I have such a bad headache afterward i think i probably got a concussion no weren't you like in the corner of the bar like literally like <laughs> i was not disheveled conscious. no it's like a snooky moment it was a snooky moment My... okay and I'm the type of person when i go out i like socializing even though i'm with my friends i kind of yeah, like run around I somehow lose everyone anyway. Morgan's always like a, a little ping ball in, in the bar, just corner to corner, you know? So when that happened, I think it was our guy friends, our guy group at the time who found me and was like, is everything okay? Like, you don't look good. Aww. They end up taking me home. So I didn't even stay the whole night. And one of our friends luckily like stayed in and she wasn't feeling well. So they like took care of me and I'm pretty sure I got a concussion. Long story short, I wake up the next morning to pink eye. So oh whatever God. that guy had on, on his, his dirty ass fingers hit me in the face. And I'm very, I'm a very clean person. I take like two showers a day. I scrub yeah. my so face. So when it comes down to it, 
Morgasm doesn't get pink eye unless she's punched in the face by a grown-ass man at the bar. That's crusty. Crusty. Snooky moment gone wrong. Yeah, that's really a hectic story. I mean, there's... And by the way, Morgan is accident-prone as fuck. And that one bar that she got punched in the face, I'd be like, oh, let's go. Let's go out. Like, Friday night, that was the place to go. I wouldn't want to go, but I never would want to go. <laughs> we dragged her ass out, and she ended up breaking her toe the night that I dragged her out. She broke her toe at the bar. Oh so, my God. She's really yeah. going through it. I hated this bar, by the way. I only yeah. went because everyone at that time loved that bar, but it was not the place for me to be. It was more like, it was oh, like they, bad luck. They knew I was coming. Something has to go wrong. Yeah, they knew. They were like, watch out for this little girl. Let's stomp on her and punch her in the face. Oh my God. <laughs> You're really going through it. Did you guys have any pleasant surprises your freshman year when you got to college? Like anything that really caught you off guard, but you were like, okay, like I could work with this. The upperclassmen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you meeting me. Well, oh, being okay. friends with me. Yes, yes. But like, like wasn't I your surprise? <laughs> wasn't full, I your pleasant you're surprise? You're full of surprises. <laughs> However, I feel like, I don't know. It's just like being, I guess, the fresh meat, not saying you we were bad fresh meat. I'm like, still fresh meat, sweetie. But like being, going to college <laughs> in the beginning and not knowing all these people and then like throw, getting thrown into all these things, whether it's clubs, sports activities group projects and classes sitting next to different people and like getting to make connections especially with the older upperclassmen and the guys it was like a whole nother level granted they probably all wanted to get in our pants which never like a lot of them are gross however like i think just we were good little girls at that time it caught us off guard, but it made us, like, excited to, like, go out and yeah. explore. I was like, ooh, all this attention. I was like, and I feel like when I was a freshman, there was way more, like, Italian guys, and I was, like, really into it. And then it just went downhill. I do feel like year. Yeah, like, you got better were... options when you first got there. Yeah, for sure. Our sophomore year, me and Morgan lived together, and that house was insane. I think we should talk about the time it was haunted. Wish had because that house was haunted from the day we got there. No, no, okay. So yeah, so this house it was like one of the oldest like houses on campus, and it was just a weird ass vibe. So basically, dirty. It from was the get-go. dirty. <laughs> we all like had like mold poisoning Skibots. the entire time. Skibots. Skibots, bitches. <laughs> one of our housemates, her like evil eye bracelet breaks that day. So we're like, I don't know, just the vibes were off. So then we go to sleep, right? And oh, the sleep from hell. Yes, the sleep from hell. So me and my roommate, right? Her name is Chloe Money. And so we were sleeping, right? And I was having a really bad dream that this man was chasing me, this young man. He was, like, kind of attractive, but, like, kind of, like, scary. Like, you know, one of those, like, school shooters who have, like, nice hair, but, like, crazy eye. Like that. So... He was chasing me and, like, trying to kill my family and, like, had had a gun and a knife and, like, was trying to hurt me. And then he finally caught me and he was, like, trying to cut off my lips. Like, it was just really weird. Okay, so I wake up to a loud bang in my room. Me and my roommate. And we're like, what the fuck? We look over. Our fan exploded across the room. And then we had curtains because we were on the ground floor, right? So our curtains to the window we're all messed up as if someone like touched them or like broke in. But then we looked at the window and the window was locked. Like it looked like someone like bumped into the fan and it fell on the floor and then the curtains were all messed up, but the window was locked and no one was in our room. So we were creeped out. And I was like, I just had the scariest dream too. And she's like, me too. She's like, I had a dream. Some guy was like trying to hurt me and give me herpes. <laughs> I was like, what? It was just weird. I was a like, true nightmare. a true nightmare. <laughs> So we, we were just freaked out, right? So we were like, okay, let's try to go to sleep. But we were just so freaked out. So we put like, you know, a little nightlight on. And then I had this evil eye above my bed. It started fucking spinning, okay? Literally spinning. And me and Chloe were so freaked out. And then the next morning, I tell Morgan about this and tell your story. So before she even explains any point of her story and what her and Chloe experienced what no one knows is at the same time of their experience in that room (laughs) I share a wall with them 
So it goes their room, a wall, then me, my bed, and then my roommate. And at the same exact moment, they're having dreams about this guy. I'm having a nightmare of a guy watching me sleep. And his body, his silhouette is over me, and I'm sleeping, I'm dreaming this. So we all have the same figure or the same type of dream of a guy watching us, stalking us, looking at us, doing something to harm us. So then the next morning, and I woke up in like a panic, but I didn't hear anyone and I didn't hear the fan break or else. No, no, but didn't you wake up and you asked your roommate if her boyfriend was in the room? Yeah, so my boy. Because she literally thought there was a man. So my roommate had a boyfriend at the time and I thought it was so real that like maybe he was pulling a prank on me trying to wake me up, <laughs> staring at me while I'm sleeping. So he I, that. <laughs> so I, and he's the type of person that has that personality to do that, so it wouldn't put him past him to think yeah. of that. So I asked her about it, and I'm in a panic, and she goes, what are you talking about? No guy has entered this room since we went to bed. And I go, that's a little odd because I sense a guy in this room. She goes, no, like he didn't come over tonight. So I was like, that's when I started to panic. Fast forward to the next morning when Alyssa and Chloe are explaining the story to me. I was like, before you even say anything, is your nightmare about a guy and a guy silhouette watching you? And she, they were like, yes. So freaky. And it also, I was like, was it like 4 a.m.? And you were like, yeah. Yeah. Like and the same time. Run yes. across our Oh, yeah. That room. was another time. Like, it was just so creepy. So basically, before we get to the black cat story, I called my sister because she's very witchy. And I was like, what do we do? To cleanse this fucking house because I'm scared for my life right now. So she said basically to cut a lemon into like four pieces. And I think I had to put like salt on it and like put it in corners of the room. And then I had to like bless the house and I had my window open and I have to say like, all bad energy, you're not welcome here. You're not welcome here. Get out. Only good energy is welcome here. We had the whole house doing here. This. Yes, like, we had a whole witch ritual going on. So that was, like, super scary. Cam knows about my rituals. She, Cam, Cam loves them now, I feel like. Yeah, no, I love a good ritual. A little manifestation well, ritual. Yeah. So basically with the black cat story, it's quick. Me and Morgan were in my room. And we just see this like ghost of a cat or something like jump from jump door where the fan was down to the floor and yes, run away. something about that area was haunted right yes it was like where the fan was like on top of our and fridge and we both looked at each other jumped down like towards us in a way and as we're watching this and having weird. this vision we both instantly looked at each other and like, literally on the count of three, without even counting, we both said, did you just see that black cat? Yeah, we're, we're like, did you just see the cat? We, like, were, yeah. we were literally black in cat. sync, so whatever was like, going down in that, that basement was not... It was, yeah, there was something haunted. Yeah, dark energy down there. Cam, have you ever had a haunted experience at college? I wouldn't say a haunted experience. I've definitely had some very disturbing experiences at college, <laughs> but I think it was just due to, you know, the disgusting plumbing and bad circumstances of living that we yeah. were in so the showers need to be fixed yeah and living with some oh nightmarish my God, people my, like our really hair. yeah i know i just feel like everything like the quality of everything was just worse like my hair at college my skin everything was just like crying for help you know yeah i, I think even more than the ghosts probably the people that we used to, we used yeah. to surround ourselves with scarier. yeah they they were the real nightmares yeah <laughs> <laughs> although i did love the balcony if we're gonna be honest that, that balcony that, the townhouse yeah. was nowhere Dis- great disgusting but that balcony was fucking awesome but the balcony was amazing it was this huge like concrete fucking ratchet balcony but we loved it we tan do our homework be on our zoom classes we had people throw up off that balcony people jump off the balcony we've people had it all on the people fight on the balcony people do inappropriate things on the balcony we've had it all happen there we've had it all that was awesome that house just had fucking bad luck it was almost burned down by my roommate because she always left the oven on and left things in in the oven and oh yeah yeah. she (laughs) love you clone money but what the fuck (laughs) <laughs> you almost burned our house down a couple times. Like, how do you she, forget? She got me written up so many times. Like, how do you forget that you're baking a cake in the oven? No, it was, like, potatoes. They <laughs> oh, came out as little, like, charcoal nuggets. We, um, we, we went out drinking the whole night and came back and saw the charcoal nuggets. <laughs> oh, my God. You're like, what is this supposed to be? <laughs> yeah. Like, could you imagine? Like, I can't even think about it. But, like, God forbid, 
Like, that would have been so so bad guys I, I can't afford that so who are the craziest people like you guys have ever lived with you think like not club money like we love club money like she's crazy but like is there anyone really like bad like actually you were like if i could live with anyone else on earth besides this person i definitely have some of those bro like you guys could tell your story no <laughs> yeah this bitch on the fucking rowing team she posted a photo one time being like um, she hated love dogs, long walks, and fuck people from Jersey. Like some stupid shit. She on also her. she just got it out from you guys from the beginning. She just didn't like Jersey. She didn't like anyone that loved to have a good time, and she was just a hater. And she, her hair was so bleached; it was like falling off her head. She egged our house, and um, she lived there, right? She, she lived with us. Yeah. No, let's let's in. explain the story of this girl. So we're gonna call her Granola. Tell us your story about Little Miss Granola. Granola. What did she do to your guys' house that she lived in with yeah, you guys? Yeah, she lived with us. Yeah. So Granola, little bitch, right? She did not she did not get along with some of the girls in our house and No, she clearly didn't get along with anyone. But I'm always a person who like feels bad and I'll just still try to be nice to her just so she feels like included. You know, so, like, even though she wasn't the friendliest. It takes a lot for Alyssa to be nice, though. Let's put it out there. It takes <laughs> Thank a... you. No, 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 no. No. Okay. <laughs> Let me say this. No, kick it Not off. when she doesn't want, like, it takes a lot. When, when you really piss Alyssa off, it takes a lot for her yeah, to like still be nice to you. like, you know she's trying. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, like it takes an effort to be. If Alyssa likes someone, you're in the clear. But Basically, if you, I have a short fuse. If you said. got a list yeah. of things that you've done wrong to her. Yeah. good riddance for you because <laughs> and it yeah. takes a lot of her to condemn herself and to be the better person be like listen yeah. i literally could rip you in right now but i'm gonna try to give you the better yeah. out and this was also like pre-medication so it was really unhinged so basically <laughs> basically so yeah this girl's like not getting along with some of the other girls so i baked a lot and cooked breakfast like big ass breakfasts all the time remember that so much yeah i would i literally buy her groceries so that she could cook for me oh yeah she did morgan would buy me groceries and be like oh i was thinking we could make this i'm like we as a me but okay i'll make it and it was like during covid too so like we didn't really have in-person classes so it was a free-for-all it was a free-for-all and i just you know it was time for me to get a little chunky and cook so I was just, yeah. So I was making food for Miss Granola too. I would bring it up to her room, surprise her with brownies in the morning, oh, just trying to make so her feel included. Yeah, I was, I was trying to include her, and I would ask her to watch movies with all of us, stuff like that. She always would like slam the door in my face and be like, "No." So like, but something triggered her because rude. in the first few weeks of school, she was pre-gaming with us, coming out with us, partying with us, like having a good time with us. It's so I don't know what went she, south. Because she didn't get along with the one girl, and then she just kind of hated all of us. But, well, yeah. that's kind of what happened. Well, that's her own fault that she can't be mature. And even if someone's not everyone's favorite, the fact that you guys can all get along says so much more about she you guys than her. So raw meat in my coffee mug. Ew! What the fuck? <laughs> that jail. I would have killed a bitch over like, that. I would have whacked her over the head with the fucking coffee mug okay like, i'm like you want to fucking eat my shit bitch you don't understand i don't she know left it there. this triggered me i okay? would put it I she, the, this granola girl didn't own an ounce of pink or any sort of color in her closet besides like weird mustard yellow and brown well, but yet she loved morgan's sparkly this ass is what this, this is what triggered me okay when it gets to be the colder months i have a weak immune system okay I need to drink as much liquids, as much tea as I possibly can. Yeah, like it's and yours. Obviously, I'm all about sharing. You know, sharing is caring. We bring all the cooking supplies. <laughs> ask. Yeah. All you got to do is, hey, I ran out of mugs or mine's not clean. Can I borrow yours? You only had like two 100%. mugs. 100%. Yeah. I only also had two mugs, okay, yeah. which I had to keep in my room after this because it's disgusting. So <laughs> I'm looking and I my oh, schedule, I usually have early morning classes because I'd rather get it done and then have the rest of the day to chill, go to the gym, do what I want to do. Productive so queen. I'm rushing around trying to find a freaking coffee mug of mine to put my tea in. And all of a sudden, it's out on the table. And I go, okay, like maybe someone forgot to wash it. I go to look inside and it's raw meat. Ew. Like, I'm sorry, if you're using it to put your raw, like, don't do that. Like, yeah, people put no. their mouths on it. There's a thing yeah. called salmonella. Like, I'm getting skeevy. No matter how many times I, I clean I that, I would still freak out. Yeah, like, who does that? Clearly. Yeah, like, use a plate, use a bowl. And you don't like use the color pink. You claim that you don't like anything girly. So, like, why are you touching my mug? 
Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why are you touching my mug? Really, that was only one of many offenses from Granola Girl. Granola Girl, from my, from my understanding. So she already just did not like any of us because of this one girl who she had beef with. In she threatened to get us written up multiple times. Like, come yeah, on, cry me a bit. Yeah, because we would have like, people over and like you weren't supposed to. You know, have that many people <laughs> over during COVID rules, you know. We, yeah, but it's like, get the stick out of your ass. Nothing yeah. for nothing. We're in college. We're in college. Like, sorry if we have, like, a few of our friends over on a Saturday night. Well, get over it. Nothing for nothing. And I will say this loud and clear for whoever wants to hear this. Go. Oh. You do not, no one should expect college students on a weekend, nevertheless, yeah. to sit down and what, read a book. No. no, this is the best four years of their life. They're going to make it, whether it's COVID or not. And if they want to hang out and risk getting COVID, we've already had COVID multiple times here. Yeah. yeah. So, we like, if it. we wanted to invite our neighbors who live right next door to come have a movie who, night. Who or we see in class every day, regardless. I mean, come on, give me a break. And if you're so concerned, it's like, stay the fuck in your room. Yeah. yeah, like, stop, girl. So, anyways, so she was just, like, trying to write us up and all this stuff. And then we have people over one night. And it was like the fall, so she decorated a, a fucking pumpkin. Like she, she carved the pumpkin with her boyfriend with their initials in it. And then we had this stupid, stupid ass guy over. Like we had our guy friends over. I forget who did this. I know the story. I just forget who. Oh, of course. Yeah, Tweedledee. Tw- Tweedledee. Yeah, we call him Tweedledee. So basically, with the pumpkin, right? He was drunk, and he starts throwing our chairs over the balcony, and he throws her beautiful pumpkin off the balcony sacrifices little jack-o'-lantern yes <laughs> he sacrificed the jack-o'-lantern and yeah so the next day she was extremely livid that her pumpkin was smashed a gotcha girl i had her back and i was like listen granola i'm so sorry that he did that he doesn't need to be over the house again he was reckless like i was very upset as well, that he was throwing our stuff over the balcony. I am so sorry. That wasn't personal. I'm like, we don't need to have him over again. Which I feel like is a very nice response, a mature response. Plus, yeah. we didn't realize you're understanding you're on her side and you're creating a consequence for the guy's actions. He's not going to be allowed over anymore, and that's it. Yeah. We also didn't realize that was done until the next morning when she noticed it. No one noticed the pumpkin missing. Awesome. Can we just. Okay, well, I didn't. I saw, so, it. Um, I saw it because I was screaming at him to stop throwing things see, over the balcony. And yeah. he wouldn't listen. Like, this guy gets out of control. And the girl that she had beef with would usually invite that crew over. Yeah. So I think that added to it. Yeah. Added to the fire. Triggered. Yeah, it triggered her. So basically, <laughs> that same week, we're having, like, a house movie night. And I go up upstairs to go get her. And, and she's with her boyfriend. I'm like, hi, like... We're having a, a movie night. Like, do you want to come watch a movie with us? And she's like, I have my boyfriend over. And I was like, ah, that's okay. Bring him too. Like, one of the other girls has her boyfriend. Like, we're all just watching a movie together. And, and she was like, no, thanks. Slams the door in my face. So I'm like, okay, this bitch, this is the last fucking time. This is the last fucking time. I, I'm kissing your fucking ass. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Uh-uh. I started getting hot. So I go back downstairs. I'm like, that fucking cunt, whatever. So we're, we're all sitting watching the movie. She comes downstairs and she starts fucking screaming at us, like about the pumpkin stuff like that. And I, I stop her and I'm like, I'm like, listen, I am sorry about your pumpkin. Like I said, won't happen again. Well, like, she like run on a rampage. And- but 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 she was like not even looking at me. And then the other girl was like, who she had beef with? She's like, I think she's talking to me. And I was like, yeah. So she was just like really just mad at us. And then she stormed out the house. So then we're like, okay. So we continue watching the movie, and then we hear do 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 do. At the fucking door. It sounded like... Gunshots. Yeah. It sounded like To the point where our RA, who is in control of our, like, block in the buildings of townhouses, came out asking if everyone was okay, if anyone was injured. Like, that's how loud it was, and that's how startling the sound was. Yeah. So we go to the door. We're, like, all scared. Like, what is happening? We go to the freaking door, and I open it, and it's eggs. And I see this little girl this little granola bitch running down the block to her boyfriend's house with her fried ass hair barefoot barefoot running away after they just egged us i get so heated and mad you should have left it there for her to clean the next day no no i no i picked up the eggs off the floor the cracked eggs and i chased after her oh my god 
All right, Chase. You were like, you are not getting away, Granola. I was just so mad because I was just so fucking nice to her. And how could you, first of all, you live here. That's stupid to egg your own door, bitch. Second off, not all of us are coming after you and a lot of us have been nice to you. Like just because you have beef with like one or two people in a house full of like girls, like stop. Like that's just like so immature. So I just get heated and I'm out of control. So I start chasing her down the block. Morgan comes and follows me and fucking records (laughs) because why not? And Okay, Morgan, do you want to say it from here? So basically, because of all the nonsense, because people are screaming outside, running around, which it's the granola, her boyfriend, her boyfriend's friends all in on this. I mean, it's fucking crew ass. Then our house of like eight or nine girls. So right now, between the loud noise, RA, everyone's out of their townhouse looking at everyone. Everyone's running around hectic. I chose to follow Alyssa. And my first, Following me into the battlefield. <laughs> my <first laughs> instinct was I have to be there. I don't know what I will be able to do because I, I'm just not, like, I don't know what to do in this situation, but I, I need to be there in case something goes she, out. Yeah, she just needs to be there and record it in case things go <laughs> out, basically, is what she's saying. So I'm ghetto as hell, like, in my pajama pants. Like, I don't even know if I had a bra on. In my flip-flops. Running down with crushed eggs in my hands to go throw it back at this bitch. The door is locked, right? I'm banging on her door. I'm like, open the fuck up. She was at her her boyfriend's house. I was like, open up. I start counting. I'm like, five, four, three. I start counting backwards. I was like, open the fucking door. And then whatever, the boyfriend opened the door. And I was like, where is she? And they're like holding me back. And then I throw the rotten eggs from my hands onto like, their steps whatever like into their house and i was like i was like you're hiding now pussy i was like you're hiding come out here i was like you want to get all violent like you want to go throw some eggs come on come on and i was just so riled that and morgan i don't i didn't even know that morgan was recording like i just saw red i like i'm lucky i even remember that much morgan's recording it so then basically morgan gets me to calm down and walk back the granola bitch never cleaned the door no, we had it on. Never clean the eggs. It was disgusting, but like no one else is gonna clean her mess. And then she was psychotic. Like she hid all the knives in her room. In her room, like weird. Like and, why? Why? And would why be like, you guys aren't allowed to use any of my any of my kitchenware or anything like that. So she also took all the pans and stuff like that. But then she started taking stuff we brought. She was started taking stuff that we brought. Psycho. So I went to her room one day, and I was screaming at this bitch because she started like saying that she was like gonna call security on us because we had literally three friends over at the time for halloween we had three friends over so i went up to her room i ripped her a new one anger issues through the max guys i deal with anger issues by the way i'm getting better at it but at the time i was not good at all so i'm screaming my head off my friend's holding me back and then i'm like oh and you have our friend's bowl in your room you're eating grapes out of that fucking bowl bitch so I grabbed the bowl, I dumped the grapes on her desk, and I left. Good. Like, what a bitch. Literally. I don't blame you. I don't, that was so unhinged. I was so angry that that was the time. Yeah. Psychotic. Have you ever... All right. I know, Cam, you're a freshman year. I feel like you had the worst roommates, right? Yeah. No, I definitely experienced some crazy roommates in my time. I honestly had terrible roommates probably every year. I mean... When I got into my junior year and senior year, I was able to decide who I lived with. So then it got a little bit better. But no, every year it was super tumultuous. So my first year, just to give a little like snapshot of each, my first year I was living in one room with two other girls. So there was three of us. And one girl was super type A and barely had like any decorations, anything. And another girl was like pig pen, we used to call her. She was just so disgusting. Literally, you could tell like when you panned over to her corner of the room, like everything was just piled there, like all her snacks, all her shoes, like her hiking stuff, everything was like shoved under her bed and like jumbled up. She like barely ever did laundry. Like it just smelled like sweat socks and like old like boys laundry. It was disgusting in her corner of the room. But anyway, so out of the girls... I was a fashion major, and so, you know, I liked my little outfits. We had a walk-in closet, so I had brought all my cute little fits. And these bitches, well, one of them, because one of them was more like my size, could fit in more of my stuff, 
I would walk around campus and they would be wearing my fucking clothes. That's I would literally walk into the dining hall and this bitch outfit sponsored by Cam, the fucking jacket, the (laughs) shoes, the fucking top, everything. And I would just look at her and I would be like, um, because I was much more like reserved and like, you know, not really in the conversation. So even though I was like, what the fuck? I was still bad at, you know, confronting her and being like, what are you doing? So I was just like, um, hey. And she was just like, oh my God, yeah, sorry. Like she was a very like overpowering personality, whatever. So she was just like, oh my God, yeah. Like I'm, I just thought I'd borrow this. Like I was totally gonna ask, but like I knew you'd be okay with it. So like, I'm gonna put it back when I'm done. And she would never put it back. I literally, cause also then I had like a falling out with them throughout the year. So we weren't friends anymore and they would still just take my stuff all the time. So I remember one time we had gotten back from break and I had asked for certain like clothing items. I was like, where is this? Where's this bodysuit? Where's this top? Where's this jacket? Whatever. And they would just be like, oh, I don't know where it is. I don't know. And so I got back from break. Literally. So I got back from break, listen to this. And I was with my mom in my closet and our closet was a walk-in. So like there were cubbies. So like all our closets were next to each other. Like you could see, cause there was like no doors. And I was folding my stuff and like reorganizing it. And my mom looks over at her stuff that's all folded. And my clothes are just sitting folded on top in with her stuff. And so my mom was like, wait, is this yours? So I normally, I wouldn't go like through people's things, but it was literally my stuff. So I go, I pick it up off the thing. And she was sitting in our room, like with some of her friends. And I go over to her and I go, Hey, and I hold up my shirt. I go, you didn't know where it was, but it was sitting in with your stuff in our closet. And she just like literally is gagged. Like she just, she's like, uh, uh, like, uh, like literally she like couldn't even speak. I was like, yeah, speak up, speak up. Like you have nothing to fucking say now. I was like, you piece of shit, literally. Yeah. So that was basically my experience freshman year, just getting ganged up on and my clothes and other things stolen. So that was fun. And then sophomore year. And that is why I lock my room. Exactly. And then sophomore year, I lived with other girls that it was like we had our own room, but it was random. And then this one girl, she was like really uptight, like the same thing, really reclusive, like didn't get along with anyone (laughs) in the house for some reason. Like she was just, you know, really type A. Like I think she was like on the track team or something. So she was out most of the time just doing her thing, running around. But I remember one day specifically, I was in my room folding laundry. Like, fresh out the dryer like smelling amazing and this bitch called the ra and i get a pound on my door bang 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 i'm literally in no clothes like i have a robe on like i just got the shower i just got my laundry done it's the middle of the day i'm like what the fuck is the issue now i'm literally doing nothing and they open the door they're like oh rd you need to come in whatever i'm like the rd is probably here she's like yeah we got a call from someone in your house saying that they smelled marijuana and they felt oh, yeah. unsafe they oh, felt yeah. unsafe because they smelled marijuana and they said it was coming from my room. They needed to check. I what literally wasn't on? even smoking and they come in they're like, Oh yeah. Like it doesn't even smell in here. And I was like, yeah, because I'm not smoking. And then they left and nothing else happened, but just stupid petty stuff would happen like that throughout the year. They would call on me. Nothing would happen. Cause I literally wasn't doing anything. So, so that was my experience sophomore year. And then junior year is when I finally was able to kind of, you know, pick like living with my friends and all that. So that was great. But there were still a few girls in the house that were random. So I was mostly living with my friends because it was four girls on the bottom floor, four four girls on the top floor. So on the top floor was me and my best friend living next to me at the time. And then across from us were the two random girls that we didn't know. So they were super nice. Again, kind of reclusive. But one of them, she was a little bit of a farm girl. Something was definitely, yeah. Ride that tractor. Yeah, yeehaw. Love the vibes. But she was super nice. She was like always cooking. She would make these big trays of food, bring it back to her boyfriend's farm on the weekend or something. I don't know. She was always running around doing stuff for the farm and everything like that. There was one day where, and we always had issues with her where, you know, she wouldn't clean up after herself. She would use people's things, just little things like that. But we never really thought of her as like anything, like, you know, anything bad until one day my friend that's living next to me is like, do you smell that? I smell something. And it's like in our house. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't really smell anything, whatever. So a few days go by and I start to smell it. I'm like, it literally smells like there's like a dead animal, like in the vent in our house. Like what is going on? Mm -hmm. So for literally weeks, we're trying to figure this out. Right. And we're asking, we're asking everyone in the house. We're like, did you guys not throw out food? Like, did something happen? Like, did someone throw up and not clean it up? Anything like that? She's like, no, I don't know. Whatever. So Finally, I lived directly across from her. So it was like her room and then it was like the bathroom and then my room. So like our vents though, because we were across, they were connected. Yeah. One day, the stench coming out of the fucking vent in my room was actually vile. I swear that's what a dead body smells like. It was so disgusting. Like you couldn't even breathe. You were like gagged when you smelled it. It was so bad. It was like 
rotten cheese, dead animal smell, something. So we finally, our, one of our friends lived downstairs. She was like an RA or whatever. So we finally get her. We're like, can you unlock the door? And she's like, no, she isn't here. We can't unlock the door. We're like, listen, something is going on in that bitch's room. She has a dead body in there, a dead animal or something. You need to unlock the door. I don't care. She's yeah. not here. So, and the girl living next to her was like, I guess kind of friends with her. So we're like, have you seen her? What's going on? Cause like also no one had seen her in a while. So we're like, is she like dead in there? Like That's what's going scary. on? So literally, so we op- they get the RD, this whole thing. Cause the smell coming from her room, we figured it was coming from her room. Cause then when we went over to that corner, it was just vile. They break down the door. This room is something I have never seen before in my life. It looked like it came out of a horror movie. A horror movie. There was disgusting used underwear on the floor with stains. There was food piled up with mold growing in it. With mold growing in it and things festering in it. There were bugs swarming around. There was throw up in bags left around her room. I don't don't have a heart attack. It was so, it was a biohazard and it was disgusting and it was very negligent. And listen, I understand people deal with mental health issues, you know, people when they have depression or like, you know, any disorder where like, I don't know, I guess they can't clean or they forget to clean. Then we ended up, you know, having to call her and be like, listen, your room is a biohazard. What is going on? And she got super embarrassed and she had opened up to the RD and the RA that we were living with, you know, not to diminish that. Like I do feel for people that are struggling with things, but that is not healthy, clean, sanitary, and definitely to subject anyone else you're living with to that type of filth and unsanitary things. I don't even know what. Oh, and also on top of that. other events. No, but also, so I forgot to say, we had also had a few issues with her. This is before too, why it was like a little weird. We didn't know what was going on. So she's not bulimic. She would leave throw up stains all over the bathroom and the toilet all the time. And we would have to tell her, you know, you need to clean it. It's gross. And it's also not clean. I'd run for the hell. So it was totally, totally disgusting and really bad. And it was just a terrible situation. And we all felt really bad for her. But then, you know, we tried to talk to her about it. We had a house meeting, you know, about chores and about being clean and just about, you know, if you can't take out the garden or anything, like we can help. But I mean, it was definitely the issue was bigger than that because it wasn't just house things. It was literally her room was a biohazard. But I think she ended up transferring out or dropping out or taking time off or something because school was too much for her and she was never really there anyways but her room was definitely I think one of the most worrying things I've ever seen in my life for a display of human action that someone has that's scary as well yeah so it was a very scary and very disgusting so during COVID surprise we broke the fucking rules and like you weren't supposed to have like you know, people over your townhouse. Well, we decided to throw a fucking party because you know what? We were like sent home for most of our college experience. So when we like were able to get like a week back, like we never knew when we were being sent home again. So we were like, let's, let's throw a fucking party before we get sent home, you know? So we threw a party and the RA came and I'm pretty sure that granola bitch might've called the freaking you know, campus popo on us. So anyways, so me and Morgan's rooms are in the basement. Okay. But Morgan, like the little biatch she is, loves to lock her door to keep her stuff safe, which yes, that is logical, but it fucked me over that night because <laughs> the freaking police, the campus police <laughs> barged, barged into our house to shut down the party and they were going to write everybody up who was there. So everybody decides to run to the basement where me and Morgan's room are. Her room's locked. So guess what? They go through me and Chloe's room, <laughs> throw all of their alcohol in our room everywhere. There was beer all over my clothes. They kicked Dirty apart on the bed. My, my roommate's sewing machine. They open the window, hop over my bed. I had about 30 people stomp on my sheets and my pillows to get over the freaking bed. And they hopped out the freaking window. And then, not to be rude, actually, I don't really care if it's rude. Th- this guy was big, okay? This guy was pretty big, and he could not fit through the damn window. <laughs> he couldn't fit through the window. So they're all freaking out. So I end up having to literally push his fat ass. I pushed his ass. His ass was so big, I pushed his ass through the window. And whatever, I got written up. And then we, everybody's like, all the kids are like running away. And trying not to get caught by the campus popo. And basically, the kid who I had to squeeze out my window, he ran the wrong direction <laughs> and tripped and rolled down the hill in the back of our townhouse. And 
there was time because our some of our guy friends were watching from afar. They easily could have screamed, "Hey, not that way!" or "What? Be careful!" They decided to sit there watching. They him just let him go and, they and let him roll. Yeah, and they left. It was really fucked up. He was not injured, no. but it was just a funny because what are the odds? You yeah. see this kid rolling Stop down the hill, <laughs> and you know what? Too, I am such a person where I'm like, no one is allowed to sit on my pillows where I have my face don't put your feet on my pillows like I hate that you know what I mean like I hate when people put their ass or their feet on my pillows well I had about 30 (laughs) dirty muddy ass shoes stomp on my pillows that night and jump out the window no that would drive me crazy and that also reminds me of another time when one of my roommates freshman year would have her guy friends on the football team take naps in my bed so sometimes when I would come back midday in between classes there would be an unknown large man in my bed just snuggled up under the sheets that's like what I that was great and and something about sports is this is not a stereotype people trigger alert go ahead the football team most likely the men on the football team smell worse than most men they're They're always always sweaty sweaty. yeah they're always just sweaty and dirty and like they don't shower that much I feel like and like they like will stay in their same school sweatshirt that they change into before and after practice and like not shower and like their feet usually stink like I feel like they're just fucking smellier like whenever I would talk to a guy on the football team like I'd be like hey like did you shower babe and they'd be like no did you they're like do you want to take one together I'm like no 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 no. but you you should go shower (laughs) I've showered baby you need to go shower now Um, that reminds me of when I used to have one of our friends had a huge crush on me and since I shared a room at the time when I would be in class and my roommate would be in sometimes he would stroll in the leech that would never leave and he would try to sleep in my bed want to have sleepovers I got to the point where I had to throw a plastic water bottle on him to get him out because he was throwing a bunch of water balls at him like she she just had it with him. This kid was, like, a little weird, too. But he was, like, in love with Morgan. And she just had it at one point. Because he was, like, such a cock block, too. With, with like, the guys that she was, like, interested in. He didn't get the friend zone. And, like, the he guys that I liked at the time started assuming we were together. And they were so also, like, like, friends with him. They were all friends. And, like, they would get mad at me because they felt like I wasn't making things clear with the guys that I actually liked when I, like, literally was. See, th- this is an issue with guys, though, right? So the way he acted, it was borderline stalkerish and very up her asshole, okay? Like, he would not leave her alone, and, you know, he would, like, call dibs with all the guys and stuff like that. Like, after she has told him multiple times, like, you're my friend, I see you as a friend, like, made it super fucking clear, okay? This this girl does not sugarcoat things. If that, if gender rules were reversed, and this was a girl doing this to a fucking guy. Oh, restraining order. He would say that she's psychotic. Make up like, lies. Make sure she's not allowed to come to, like, his party, stuff like that. Like, he'd make up a bunch of lies. Everybody would think that you're a psychotic little bitch. But because it's a guy, all, you know, guys always stick together, and they're like, oh, you let him on. Yeah, and, and he'd like, be like, there's no way you did, you like, did not lead him on. Oh, let me, like, stay over. Let's have a movie night or sleep over. And I'd be like... You could, if you really need to crash here, you could crash in the living room. My bed is not open, and I'm not dealing with this. I do not like you. And it took me so long, and I would say it constantly, and Alyssa would be there, and I would yell at him and be like, listen, like, I hate to say it, but this is how it is. Like, I'm sorry I don't like you the way you like me. Yeah. But then it gets to a point where if other guys that I actually liked got involved and they got annoyed at him, they would just get mad at me, which I think is another issue with guys. It's like, hear the girl out. Like, yeah, don't it's so unfair. Like, don't, don't discredit things. her. Exactly. Let her tell her side and then take it from there. Because mm-hmm. they can't accept that you don't like them. They're like, no, it's definitely not me. Like, it's you. Exactly. And they never think it's them. But speaking of men or lack thereof in college, what are some of the most memorable dates that you guys have been on? Talk about Valentine's Day, Morgan. Wait, should, should I start it? Okay, so Morgan's Valentine's Day. So Morgan finally meets this guy who's, like, in the beginning was treating her, like, really nicely, I think, at first. Because remember, he'd send, like, nice messages to you. Yeah. Like, like I even, that was the bait. That yeah, was the bait. it was the bait. Like, he's actually nice in the beginning. And I don't, um, it, like, it and here's down. the thing. Mm-hmm. I did not go out on that many dates with guys in college because half the time I really wanted to focus on myself and my friends. 
and I wasn't really looking for a relationship. And I get it, like, hookup culture is a big thing in college. But you also didn't really partake in that either. Yeah, and what I was going to say is, if you're the type of girl that likes that, good for you. But for me personally, I didn't need that. I was not for that, for me personally. So I didn't really care to mingle with a amount of guys, create and build a roster. Like, I had no desire to do that. So when I did meet the guys I had experiences with in college – I saw them more than just a number or just a roster guy. Whereas, you know, if roles were reversed, guys like to talk to as many girls as possible before they find one that they really like. But, like, you you and him are actually dating at this time. Yeah. But I actually met a guy, and we started talking, and he asked me out. We were dating, and Valentine's happened. So, at first, he's acting like he really cares. He's, you know, doing a lot of these empty promises. And then he reaches out to me, right, because he knows that, I'm one of Morgan's best friends, and he wanted to make Valentine's Day special. So he sends me, like, a message on Snapchat. He's like, what should I do for Morgan? Like, what do you think is good? And I was like, because I told him before, I was like, if you ever need advice on what gifts to get or any special plans, like, you can always come to me. I know her well. Like, I'll help you out. Obviously, you're going to help your girl out. Yeah. So he hit me up, and basically I was like, oh, like, it would be nice if, you know, you took her out to dinner you got her, like, chocolate or flowers or, like, a nice bear. Like, get her something nice that she, she can keep and then, like, take her out to dinner. And he's like, that's what I was thinking. He's like, I was going to get her a huge teddy bear and maybe take us out to go get food. And I was like, that is so nice. I was like, that's great. I was like, I mean, I'll make sure I won't tell her. I ended up telling her. And I was like, oh, my God, like. Yeah, you got good things coming to yeah, you. Yeah, I was like, you got good things coming to you. I'm like, don't worry about it. Like, he's actually going to make her really special. Then. Like, literally that week, he was just, like, not putting in as much effort at all as he did in the past. Like, it was just, like, a switch for, like, no reason. And basically, Morgan was, like, trying to be like, oh, what are the plans for Valentine's Day? And he just kept, like, pushing you off, right? Yeah. So, basically, the week of Valentine's Day, I did notice a shift. But I obviously didn't think of anything of it. You know, he had his stuff going on. He had his own schedule. I had mine. I was constantly going to the gym. I had night classes, doing homework. I was also on the board of my sorority at the time, so I had a lot to do for myself anyways. But it started getting closer, and as it got closer, I literally thought, I was like, hey, like, what are we doing for Valentine's Day? I just need you to know because I have a night class. I get out kind of late if we want to postpone it to the and next And also, night. you're dating. Like, that's that's literally the couple's holiday. Yeah, it's normal to communicate and just be like, hey, let me know what we're doing. Even if it's nice and surprise, you still have to let someone know so they're ready. Yeah. And the thing is, too, that really is funny about this is because I did not think of doing anything elaborate or special for Valentine's Day. I've never really had a proper Valentine's Day before, so I didn't really expect this to be any different. However, I did feel like the way I acted about asking him about the plan was very normal considering he told me that he had something special. Morgan, and I will testify with this, like she was not aggressive, okay? It was very casual and respectful. And if anything, I think she should have been a little more pissed and aggressive to him. But I mean, I'm just an aggressive person. But like what I'm saying is like she did not go over the top. Like she just made it be like, okay, so when are we seeing each other? You know, it is Valentine's Day. Like, she was very level-headed about it, basically. Yeah. And I knew, considering he literally said he was doing something special, that's why I was like, okay, can you tell me times? Because if a guy, first of all, if a guy is telling a girl that they like or that they're dating, this is going to happen, do not say it and then not act on it. Like, let's be real. If you don't want to do something, don't say it from the beginning because it's going to cut you a lot of, like... So, basically from what I remember, you can tell me if I'm wrong. He said that he was like super busy, right? This bitch never did his fucking homework, barely went to class anyways, but he was just super busy and that he couldn't do dinner. So he shows up to your apartment and tell them what he brought. So he shows up to your apartment, no no, no, dinner. So he does end up picking me up. Mm -hmm. He says, I thought we would be able to do dinner, but since you're getting out so late, let's just order it. I'll order he knew I loved sushi, so he was like, let's just order sushi. I'll pick you up. We'll pick up the sushi and go back to my house. So I was like, you know what? We could do a cozy night in. It was like a Monday yeah, or Tuesday. That's, that's so cute. So I was like, okay. He orders it. He picks me up from class. We go pick up the sushi. I go back to his place. And all of a sudden, like, we're eating, whatever. There's no flowers there. No nothing. 
And I didn't. No Valentine's gift. No, no. So I was like, you know what? Maybe he's like having it in his room, like surprising me. He did mention this to Alyssa. So it's like kind of weird how like there's nothing decorated, like whatever. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I'm sitting there. Time goes by. And he goes, wait down here a few minutes. Let me go upstairs. So if someone's saying that and you're going upstairs, I would just assume he's getting something ready. Yeah, of course. So he comes back down. I was like, oh, like, do you want me to go up? Oh, no, like, no need. Okay, like, that's, like, odd. He pulls out a little stuffed bear. Like, okay, like, cute. Like, he did get you a bear? The bear? I thought it was Not a, a No, a little bear. Really? I thought he was going to get chocolate. No, he got me, like, a little bear. For but, like yeah, like, not, but whatever. I didn't really yeah. care. This cool. is what really hit me. You're my boyfriend. You know that I have allergies and what I'm allergic yeah. to. <laughs> How can you screw up this much? He gets me chocolate. That... It was the Ferraro chocolate that has yeah. hazelnut. It's literally and hazelnut chocolate. Literally He's allergic to nuts. Yes. Yeah. But that, highly allergic, like EpiPen. Oh my, my god. My the thing <laughs> on it says nuts. Stop. Like there's a label on it, and then he proceeds. Name a bigger way to fuck up. He proceeds to be like. Yeah, I didn't know if you like this. My mom kind of got it for me. And so here. Oh, my God. Um, wow. Thank, thank you. I ended up leaving, going home. I did not want to stay there. Literally, you're like, I love the taste of nothing, and now don't ever tell and me. And I think yet. I ended up giving it to my house, like you, and my house. I, like, I wanted, you were throwing it out, and I was like, that's actually my favorite chocolate. Can I eat it? I was like, not to be fucked up, but I love that. So I think I stole like a few and then you ended up throwing it out because you're like, fuck him, fuck him. <laughs> but moral of the story is if you're ever in a relationship with someone, make sure you know or pay attention to at least things that you talk about or discuss. Yeah, the things that they like. I mean, how hard is or it? Or can eat. Like yeah. at least just. Especially allergies. What the fuck? Or put in effort to at least recognize that. Like, are you trying to kill this bitch? <laughs> like, damn. Like, that that's your girlfriend. You get her nutty chocolate? I know. Well, like, act like you like her a little bit. Damn. Like, what, what is Jesus. wrong with that? So fucked so, yeah. up. Let's, let's rewind and let's go even before college to Morgasm's high school days. <laughs> tell us, tell us, so, Cinderella. I was seeing this guy. It was like my first relationship. And I don't know if this is, like, shitty to say, but at this point, it looking back on it, it was so naive. And so, like, it was a high school relationship. Like, a premature, first-ever guy that you really like, whatever. Yeah, so it's, like, your first interaction in yeah. the whole dating scene. Yeah. So I start really liking this kid, talking, we're dating. All of a sudden, he's at my house, and his phone keeps blowing up. Oh my god, that's like and the worst. And his phone is face up, so I see who's calling, mm-hmm. and it's the same girl's name that pops up multiple times, and oh we're watching god. a movie. Yeah. So I turn to him, because I have no filter, and I do not hold back, and yes, I go, so you're like, I think you should answer it. <laughs> and he goes, Yeah, you're like, might as well, if she's blowing you up, it must be important. He's like, what are you talking about? I go, you could answer it, or I will. <laughs> I was like, one of the way you're answering it, the next time she calls, sure enough, yeah. another call comes through. This is like the fourth time. Oh my god. Like, what's so urgent? Yeah. This girl from a different town picks up, mm-hmm. and she goes, hey, like, being flirty, whatever, and he's like, hi, I can't talk right now, like, I'll call you later. So then he introduces me to this girl and goes, oh, this is, like, Morgan, like, my girlfriend, and she oh goes. But when, why the fuck is he calling you later if he's sitting there near his goes, girlfriend? who is that? And I was like, hi, like, and I was so nice. Alyssa knows, when I meet anyone, I'm very nice at first unless you say something no, off guard, no, and then so it's nice. going to get riled. Yeah. She yeah. goes you sound like a guy and what? you're not you're not pretty oh my god people always say morgan's voice sounds like a smoker's voice even though she has never smoked i've never smoked in my life i'm sorry it sounds like a smoker but i think I it's think cute so. I and think, raspy like, I, that's just I like my... a raspy voice i think yeah yeah i think your voice is just raspy and i do not think you sound like no you don't sound like a smoker a chain smoker Listen, <laughs> multiple people have said it as a joke and i'm used to it like i don't care like i do not care like it is what it is i'm used to it but when she said that, well, I was people like... People say I, I remind them of Big Ange, so... <laughs> so when she said that, I was, like, taken back yeah, because it's so the first time. I don't know the so content. Weird. I don't know this girl. My boyfriend, Tweedle Dumbass over here, is not saying anything <laughs> sticking up for me, being, oh like, God. just letting it happen. That's even worse because so, it's, like, you're an idiot. What are you doing? So, uh, so he was very quick to almost hang up, and I grabbed the phone <gasps> out of him before he hung up. Good. I go, what did you say to me? You want to say that again? 
And I go, keep talking. You're through a screen. You're not even face-to-face, so keep mm-hmm. it up. And she starts going on saying the same thing. Because she's and jealous go, that she's not as I go, oh, really? You should look in the mirror because you're not no Cinderella either, sweetheart. <laughs> I go, let's be real. If you want to call me this and this behind a phone, you should know that you should check yourself because you're not no Cinderella. Wait, hold on. Let's just say this again. Ready, guys? All together. You, you ain't, ain't no Cinderella, Cinderella either, sweetie. <laughs> and I don't know what made me say that, but in that moment, I just get things in my head that I have to get out. No, it and was totally the moment. Even though it is, is rude and I'm not a rude person, if you're coming at me like that, I, I'm sticking no, up No, I'm going to give it back twice and as hard. this girl, I don't even know what she, she was, was on. She was so rude. No, she was insecure. She was jealous that she was his girlfriend. He was obviously a little sneaky snake playing the field. Long story short, he was playing the field with that girl, so I can see why she said those things and why she was yeah, irritated. Yeah, but it's still, there's, you didn't do anything, so yeah, that's so but called so, brings out the girl that's another lesson of mine like it, don't be a girl's girl. girl and yeah. don't like don't guys listen guys girl. always stick together okay. no matter what no matter what small-minded thing they're doing they always stick together even if it's like some stupid thing that they're backing each other up on that has no moral standing so with the fact when other girls will go after each other like that for some feeble-minded guy it's actually beyond it's and like you bitches need to stop doing it because you look stupid our bitches. you're not a part of our clan if you're not a girl's girl so hang hang up right now yeah, and girl's girl doesn't mean, like, oh, like, peace, love, rainbows. Like, I'm always just, like, a happy, positive bitch. Like, no, like, you could still, like, shit talk. But, I mean, just but, don't go but, against like, the girls. Yeah, like, if you're talking to a guy and you find out he has a girlfriend, don't attack the girlfriend. The fuck? Like, she's getting so fucked over right now. Like, you're, you're getting fucked over and she is. So exactly. You're both rude. getting fucked over and he should be the one getting the end of it. But honestly, the other girl. even with all of her nasty-ass roasts, if someone told me you you ain't no Cinderella either, sweetie, I think I would jump off a bridge. Yeah, like I, I think, would want to hang up the phone too. I would be like, shit. That is an amazing roast. Like, how do you even come back from that? It's so it's so original. She went mute. Yeah, and you know what? Exactly. You you heard it on bitch therapy first from the words of Morgan. Morgasm. Morgasm said it first. You ain't no Cinderella either, sweetie. From Morgan's mouth to your ears. So use that next time, and I'm sure the bitch will shut her mouth. Yeah, yes. she'll shut up real quick. Yes. Just tell her, you ain't no Cinderella either, sweetie. <laughs> That's it. But I think also another lesson for everyone listening, especially if you're young and either in high school or in college or in your young 20s, it's one thing to have fun in your early 20s. Be single. Be with your girls, but be flirty. Meet as many guys as you want. Do whatever you want. However... Also, do it with a moral compass and also remember, like, to be honest, everyone wants to do what they want to do. So whether you think you're in a serious relationship or not, and I hope this doesn't happen, but it's going to happen. Girls will find out they're getting cheated on left and right. Mm -hmm. Don't go after the girl. Like, there's no reason to it because the girls won't know and the girls don't know the story behind it. It's really just the guy getting caught yeah, and, and he doesn't know what to say yeah and it's like you're catching him in his tracks and now he doesn't know how to cover it anymore because he doesn't have like the edge over that no one else knows because now you figured out what he's doing well yeah. even me that kind of happened to me in college where there was this guy who went to our college and was friendly with morgan and he i don't know if he was on break with his girlfriend but he told her that they broke up and told me that they broke up and kept trying to pursue me. And I found out later, like, he was asking about me, I guess, even before they bre- they broke up. I don't know. The whole timeline was blurry, right? But to my knowledge, I didn't really know him. All I knew is that he had an ex-girlfriend who went to school with us. And whatever. So he kept trying to pursue me. And I was like, I don't know. But then, you know, we would all hang out. And I'm like, you know what? He really is nice. Like, why not? Whatever. So we were we would just like text and talk and hang out, but like we never kissed, we never did anything. Huge flirty energy. Huge flirty him. energy. But like he told me, like he kept asking, like, what would he want in a boyfriend, stuff like this. And he was definitely trying to pursue me. Like, I'm not delusional. Like it was fully trying to pursue me. He told a bunch of people, like, I want to ask her out, all this stuff. So he ends up just not answering, right? This is right before Halloween. And hold on, I hate to break it to all guys, and I don't care that if you deny this all you want, but if you're asking a girl their type or what she sees in a guy or what characters she likes, 
you like her or you're into her or else you wouldn't you would keep moving yeah you wouldn't care about her opinion you would not care even the guys guys are only friends with girls they think are pretty they only surround themselves with pretty girls if they're your friend they still have a standard for you and look at you at a certain way if they're not friends with you or if they're not trying to get with you or date you then like they clearly don't like you and that's fine but like if any guy is trying to win over a girl or get to see like what she's into he likes her. He's interested. Yes. No way and he's completely interested because he would make sure he was at the same bar as us, try to follow us home and just hang out with us all the time. Like, literally would not leave our house. Like Dance with Alyssa. Yeah, it's like, up my ass, like, buy me drinks, like, literally try to dance with me, like, dancing in our kitchen. Like, listen, me and him had a great time. Like, he's definitely, like, a He friend. even lied saying that. His girlfriend's dog was his dog. You remember? Yes. Like, weird. Because I made like, a joke, and I was like, I bet you have a dog named Bella. And he's like, oh, my God, how did you know? Because, like, bitches. And it was the girlfriend's dog. Yeah, it was the girlfriend's dog. He's like, how did you know? Isn't that fucking crazy? But everybody has a fucking dog named Bella. Like, that's such a yeah. basic Jersey, especially Italian thing. Like, everybody's fucking dog is Bella. But anyways, so it's Halloween, right? He stops answering me, like, literally the day before Halloween. And I'm at the bar, and I see him with his ex-girlfriend. But who knows if they were ever, like, completely off or not. And she's giving me dirty looks, so she must have found out something. And it's not like I'm trying to hide anything. I was never – I've never spoken a word to the girlfriend ever. And even him, like, he was new to me. Like, we just started talking. You know what I mean? I never was friends with him before that. So I was like, okay, like, I'm not getting involved in this. Like, that's fine, you know? But I was like, what a douche. You know what I mean? Like, now you're going to make me seem like I'm this type of whore that's coming for a taken man. Like, bitch, I didn't know who you were. I didn't know who she was. I didn't even, you, you told me you were single. Like, you told, you're, you're embarrassing your woman and yourself at this point. And now you're trying to embarrass me. And even after that, when they were still clearly together, he was still trying to be up my ass. And I'd be like, what are you doing? And yeah. in case anyone is wondering, and I just want to set this record straight for Alyssa, she did not like him one bit. She thought he was attractive, and she reminded him of a little Guido because he is tiny, and he is a Guido. <laughs> and I hate to, like, belittle him that way. However, it is the facts. I'm going to state only the facts. He was a little Guido. He was cute. If he not, was taller, I think I would have, like, just forced him to be with me. But not at the extent of <laughs> he what He was just you so think. short. Like, Alyssa was just, you know, yeah, he thinks I'm cute. I'm going to flirt back, practice my flirting, do whatever I have to do. But nothing. Like, I was just having fun. No, there was no kissing, no there touching. There was nothing. 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 We and, never kissed once. And there were so many times where it definitely could have happened because there were so many times that he he's like, after party from the bar. You know what I mean? They would always, always come. come to us. They would always, always come to us. us. But, like, nothing ever happened because, like, first off, I wouldn't let it happen because – I'm not trying to be part of a fucking scandal, sweetie. So, and I also don't want to be anybody's rebound if he's recently broken up. You know what I'm saying? Or if he's on and off. Like, you need to be cut clean and all for me. I don't want this bullshit. The girlfriend knows who I am and she definitely wants me dead. But, sweetie, if you're out there, don't blame me. Blame your man. He has wandering eyes. I'm sorry, girl. You're gorgeous and you deserve better than him. She really does, you know? And it's sad because, like, there's, like, all these beautiful women that have to worry about their men's wandering eyes. And they always think it's, like, a whore's issue. That's another thing. When I was dating guys, like, I would always be like, oh, like, I don't trust a whore around them. But then, you know, but when you're in a secure relationship, you're like, there is always going to be somebody who has a fatter ass, nicer stomach, or, like, just cuter than you, or, like, hoey you know, that's going to be around them, but you need to trust them that all they want is you. Yeah. You have to get a guy that's all about you. And you know, you really have to be his dream girl and they'll show you if you're their dream girl by the way they treat you and the way they act. So if you are not getting treated like the dream girl, that means you're not. And sweetie, Mm -hmm. you need to move on. And this is another thing I want to point out too. And what I've picked up on along the years, there's always going to be a girl that's more athletic, prettier, better hair, nicer eyes, whatever the case may be. But For the girls out there, you have to act like you're that girl and no one else is better than you. Yeah, we live in a world where I feel like so many girls are pretty in their own way. And, you know, guys are captivated by girls differently and who they are as a person. But girls can't let that shy them or prevent them from wanting what they want or trying to have the guy they want to find. If you have confidence and you get the persona and the confidence to pursue yourself as I'm this girl who's not going to find anyone like me better than me, 
then that's fine. Think like that because that mentality is winning. And if he doesn't appreciate that and that still doesn't work with him, like, other guys will want you. Trust me. All his friends will fucking want you. Like, and I've even seen it with Morgan. I feel like she was uh, kind of more, like, reserved, you know, like, Cam in a sense, like, in the beginning of college. You know what I mean? More reserved, stuff like that. But, like, now you both got your attitudes. And I feel like it shows when we go out because guys are just drooling over the both of you left and right. (laughs) And it's, like, even, like, for me, like, I, even though I'm an outspoken person, I was literally never confident till recently. And, you know, I still work through some insecurities, but I am truly into fake it till you fucking make it. So I will fake being confident, fake being that bitch until I program my brain and believe it and become it. Exactly. And you know what? That'll happen because what you speak into existence and the actions that you pursue will become your reality. Yeah. So be a bad bitch. And fuck these guys. And ladies, with your boyfriends, if you feel like they're giving another girl attention, yeah, the girl should not be going over a guy who's taken. But at the same time, yeah. it's more of his fault than hers because he's the one in a relationship. Yeah, and so it's all on loyalty. him. He has more loyalty to you. And if he's going to show that other girl more attention than you, then that's great. You see how he is. You don't want it. What you're going to do is dump his ass and you're going to find a guy that treats you even better because that's what you deserve. Yeah. yeah, don't worry about the other hoes. Worry about if you're accepting a qualified man to be with you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Morgan, for coming on to join us for this episode of Bitch Therapy. We loved rehashing our college story. Our bitches, I just know they're going to love Morgasm. Oh, well, I hope I'm on more episodes to come. Oh, so. please, please. You are a trip and a half. We love you. Love having you on. Love you. you. And to many more bitches. Well, later, bitches. Bye, bitches.